Assalamu alaikum, peace be with you. You're listening to Cup of Parenting podcast and I'm your host Aisha, a pediatric speech and language therapist, mom of seven and parenting coach here in the UK. This week we are talking about anxiety. Now if you are one of those people who suffer from anxiety you are not alone because statistics show that um, four out of every 100 people suffer from anxiety so this is actually a really large percentage of the population and it's actually much more likely to affect women than men. So let's start from the beginning. What is anxiety and what are anxiety disorders? This is when you have excessive fear, restlessness, um, muscle tension. It stops you from doing normal everyday tasks. It can increase the risk for depression and suicide. It is one of the most common mental health conditions in the world as well. Um, And you might like start worrying, you might be nervous, you might have a fear about something going on and it's a really normal reaction to when you get stressed actually. Um, And the reason it's normal is because it helps you stay alert for a challenging situation. So say for example you have a exam coming up you'll have a level of anxiety and that's to enable you to perform your best but actually when it gets to a point where it's really excessive and you would know if it's really excessive and it's interfering with your everyday life you know then it turns into something much more bigger and much more worrying as well and it can be disabling because it doesn't let you do everyday life um, activities like for example taking the bus or going out or going on holiday and it can just come on really suddenly okay when there's no threat around you and other people might not even know that you are feeling this anxious and there's a whole load of anxiety disorders as well um, which are actually quite serious mental illnesses and these are believe it or not some of the most common mental health disorders So statistically, anxiety disorders are actually um, twice as common in women as they are in men, okay? And let let me tell you some of the different types of anxiety disorders. So you've got generalized anxiety disorder or GAD. This is when when people worry on a day-to-day basis a lot, okay, really excessively about things like, for example, health or money or work or family. Um, And... What happens to you is you think of the worst case scenario even when there's like no reason to worry. So maybe you might wake up and think how am I going to get through the day okay and you will have physical symptoms like your your muscles might get tense or you might have trouble sleeping or you might have a stomach ache and then you can't do everyday tasks okay. A different type of anxiety disorder is a panic disorder and again this is twice as common in women as it is in men so I'm not talking about something that's really unique or rare it's actually quite a common mental disorder and this is when you have a sudden attack of terror when there's nothing to be afraid of there's no danger around you okay but you will feel a sense of fear um, or a sense of losing control and you'll have similar symptoms to what I've said before and and sometimes people feel like they're having a heart attack or losing their mind or even like they're dying. 
Then you've got a different type of anxiety disorder, which is called social phobia. And this is called social anxiety disorder. And this is when you become really anxious and self-conscious in everyday social situations. You feel like other people are judging you. You might get embarrassed easily and you might have panic attacks. Then we've got specific phobia. Okay, this is when you've got a real phobia of things like, I don't know, spiders or different animals, heights, water and things. Um... And you, you might get really upset or anxious when you even think about this phobia. And then there's some other things like OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder, when you have, you know, obsessions or behaviors that, that cause anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD, when you have a scary event that involves physical harm or threat. Um, the person who gets PTSD may have been the one who was harmed or maybe it happened to somebody else, you know, like a loved one or even a stranger. And then that impacts you for a long, long time. Now, the reason that I'm talking about this today is because, like I said, it affects a lot of women. And I've already mentioned that women are more than twice as likely as men to get anxiety disorders in their lifetime. And some types of anxiety disorders affect some women more than others, okay? Uh, for example, if you're from a particular race or ethnic minority, certain disorders are more likely to present themselves than, say, for example, white women. What causes anxiety disorders? So researchers think that anxiety disorders are caused by a combination of factors. Um, and again, this is really important if you're listening and you're a woman because some of the factors researchers determined were things like hormone, hormonal changes during the menstrual cycle, uh, your genetics, so anxiety disorders may actually run in families, uh, traumatic events, so if you experience abuse or an attack or an assault, this can lead to serious health problems and it could lead to anxiety or PTSD, or even depression, okay? Now, how do you know if, you're, if you've got an anxiety disorder? Obviously, if you're really worried, seek medical advice, go to your GP um, and, and find out. But you have a combination of anxious thoughts or beliefs or physical symptoms and changes in behavior, including, you know, you, you, you don't do everyday normal activities. All the disorders that I've talked about have different symptoms, but they all involve you feeling um, scared or a dread about doing something. So you might even physically feel weak. Uh, you might have a shortness of breath. Your heart rate might go really fast. You might feel sick, have a tummy ache, feel um, dizzy. So these are physical symptoms of anxiety disorder. So even though you might have mental symptoms or other physical illnesses, um, you might have these as well at the same time. If you feel like you know someone like this or it's you know some something that you identify with, I would urge you to seek medical support to to know that you're not alone out there. There's a lot of women who suffer from this, so try and get some sort of support if you can. And the doctors can refer you for, for example, counselling or for CBT, which is cognitive behavioural therapy. You can talk to trained mental health professionals about what caused your anxiety disorder and how to deal with the symptoms as well. Okay. Now, people who have anxiety disorders um, can also end up having other disorders as well. So, for example, depression. So try and seek support from other people if you can so if you have trust trusted friends or people in the community and i know because of the lockdown lots of people were able to go out and do that 
Um, but now things are starting to ease and things are opening up. Try and get out a little bit and try and, um, you know, go to places where you can mentally and physically relax. Go go where there's like-minded people the same as you. Um, and the reason why it's important to seek help is because this will obviously have an impact on your life. You might stop going to work. If you work, you might just be less productive, even if you, you know, don't go out and work. It, it doesn't mean that it affects you any less you'll stop yourself from doing everyday things at home as well. Now, it's really interesting as to why women experience anxiety disorders more than men. And, and researchers actually looked at this to, you know, at the University of Cambridge to try and find out why. And like I've said, they've already said because of differences in your sort of hormones and your brain chemistry and your reproductive events as well and this could lead lead to getting anxiety um but also women and men actually react differently to when they have anxious or stressful events in their life so women we tend to sort of get more stressed and then that increases our anxiety when we have a stressful situation whereas men have a different strategy and they might try and be a little bit more problem focused as well and this is what studies have shown um, and also women are more likely to experience physical and mental abuse than men as well and this actually this abuse also links back to the development of anxiety um, disorders for example if, if a child's abused abused um, this will associate with changes in brain chemistry and structure, according to research as well. So this is some of the reason why. Now, another really interesting fact is that um, research also showed that people who live in the West, okay, North America and Western Europe, are more likely to be affected by anxiety than people living in other parts of the world. And they don't know why. Now, anxiety disorders tend to start early in life, okay, so... Sometimes a decade goes past, so 10 years will go past between when you get your first symptoms and when you might go to the doctor or think, oh, I need to get some help. And by that point, your anxiety might have become really severe and really bad and you might have gone other mental health problems like depression as well. And then it becomes really hard to treat these individuals. And that's why it's really important to recognize the symptoms early on so whether they're impacting you or a loved one or a friend or even someone that you know in the community try and reach out to them and encourage them to get support so it doesn't um get so bad that you know it's it's hard to help them at that point so there are things that can help them and i'm not just referring to medication but actually lifestyle changes because you know it's really good to improve and look after your mental health this is more or more important than your physical health obviously physical health is important as well um for example you can do physical activity to um combat for example you can do physical activity to improve your lifestyle you can do as muslims things like um Obviously, we pray, alhamdulillah, we've got these tools already given to us by Allah We can make supplication to Allah, we can the power of dua. Um, so some people might do meditation, but alhamdulillah, we've been blessed by, by these set times where we pray. And that is a communication between you and between your creator where you can sit down and have this reflective time. You can ask um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for anything that you want and to alleviate any pains and symptoms and hardships that you're going through and you can do this five times a day obligatory and then any other time at all 
also go out and seek like-minded people like you so for example if you can join um study circle like-minded sisters do that and i know in the lockdown i've been contacted by so many people that they've just craving that face-to-face attention as well so alhamdulillah if you're living in newcastle upon time we are restarting a face-to-face group on saturday afternoons if you can make it and part of it is for your mental well-being and to you know in a really nice relaxed environment socialize with other sisters like yourselves talk about your problems and anything that might be bothering you study the quran try and implement the lessons from it in a really structured relaxed way we we break it down week by week and it's just really good overall for you so i would highly recommend even if you don't live in newcastle wherever you live get together with a group of sisters it's much different when you do it on your own to when you schedule some sort of a time even once a week where you can just remove yourself from your hectic busy work schedule whatever you're doing and you know that actually this time I'm going to meet with like-minded people um we're going to do this discussion we're going to pray you know we're going to study and we can share problems as well okay so that's what my advice to you is this week and of course like I've mentioned already if any of the things I've talked about ring a bell with you or you're quite worried i would encourage you to seek medical support um as well and we pray that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides all of us and alleviates all of us from the different stresses that we experiencing in our lives currently jazakallah khairan for listening i hope you found this week's podcast useful and i will see you on the next one assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh